with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. It's time for the two early for a question question now. Kip Moore is coming to Midway August 17th or 19th. I know it's one of the two. I think it's August 19th. I wish I could help you. It's I will be able to help you in one it's second. It's one of those two days. Maybe that should be the question. No, that's not the question. But he's coming to Midway and he puts on a great show. We've got your tickets to win right now by being the first person that can answer this question. One-fourth of adults say this is their favorite smell of all. Okay. Mm. All right. One-fourth of adults say this is their favorite smell of all. Kidmore's coming on the 17th, Chris. Thank you. 17th of August. One-fourth of adults say this is their favorite smell of all. What is that smell? Do you like the smell? Uh, it's not my favorite smell. Okay. Okay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> well, that song was on. Uh, Presley, who's in for Jack, was going, why would you do like do all four tires? Insurance is going to pay for it anyway. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I don't, you guys you know, watch too much TV. He's obviously ne- you've never been scorned, obviously, by a lover. I mean, Carrie Underwood. It's like when when you when you're that angry, you're that angry. We were talking about it yesterday. That TikTok thing that's gone viral, uh, where the lady that was uh, cheated on put the prawns in the uh, curtain rod to just stink up the whole house for months and months and months. See, I just would have thought it through a little better. Yeah. You're more meticulous. Yeah, if I want to screw him over, well, I want to do it good. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that he walks out and his tires are slashed, that's inconvenient. <laughs> no, it's but, like, it, but it's insurance total. is going to pay yeah, for that. Yeah, if, it, if it's completely totaled, the insurance yeah, is going to pay for that. Yeah, but I still can't get to work. i got to go through the hassle of contacting insurance, getting the new tires, finding a way to get the car to the place to get the new tires. You still did a good job if, if you slashed totaled. the tires. All right? But if it's totaled... New car. Congratulations. Bum, I bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> you just like the jingle. I, I love that. All right. Good morning. How are you? Good. Who's this? This is Mark. All right, Mark. Uh, you're going to be doing better if you got the answer. Uh, One-fourth or a quarter of adults say this is their favorite smell. What do you think it is? Well, I'm not sure about my nature, but I like campfires. 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 Yeah. Well, we've, uh, I guess we've had a, a you know, the the world's largest campfire smell on the weekend. Yeah, that's true story. Yeah. Mmm, this is nice, said no one ever. <laughs> but you're right, it is campfires. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, the irony. Oh, the irony. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that true? Congratulations, you've won tickets Excellent. to see Kit Moore at Midway coming up on uh, August 17th, my friend. Beautiful, good job. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> talking about uh, the uh, air quality on the weekend and how it was like smoking cigarettes. And so we got on that subject. Then we talked about the man they call Ravine, the famous hypnotist that used to come to the Jubilee Auditorium. I saw him once as a kid, actually. I remember my parents taking him to see his, Yeah. You saw Ravine as a child? I swear I did. That's where you got your hatred for cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) That that could be. Did Ravine do entertainment or was he just like... No, he would just... Yeah, he would... No, it wasn't just getting people to stop smoking. It was 100% entertainment. That's what he did. It was entertainment. No, no, but I think later in his career, he moves solely to the the stop smoking crowds. But my, my, my parents didn't take us from Thorsby to the Jubilee Auditorium to see Ravine 
get people to stop smoking. Like, that didn't make any sense. It was it was an entertaining show. <laughs> Not the best time for kids. <laughs> What's wrong, Daddy? Yeah, exactly. Just making sure we never smoked, I guess. So, uh, Wayne Lee, who is a very famous, uh, well-known uh, local uh, hypnotist, joined us uh, yesterday because uh, we were wondering if uh, he did the, uh, the stop smoking stuff, and he confirmed that, actually... Yeah, well, without a doubt, when people come to me, they smoke more after. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, I needed a cigarette. <laughs> oh, it's not just cigarettes. <laughs> they don't know what the hell happened, so they, they have to smoke more. Right, right. That's right. what you want to hear from your hypnotist. You're going to come out <laughs> smoking more cigarettes. It's a reverse psychology, because when I tell them that, People usually don't like to be told what to do, right? Right. So then they're, then they're like, oh, I'll prove to him I can quit. Uh, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you're like, smoke more, smoke more. <laughs> I'll show that Wayne Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. And they're like, what the hell? A month into this? I have not smoked. Damn it. <laughs> oh, my. That's hilarious. Well, we know, well, thank you for taking our call. I was telling these yeah. guys like years and years ago, you came in the studio and you hypnotized me and told me I was Garth Brooks. And I started to cry because at just that, that time, Garth was going through his... Uh, his breakup with his wife, <laughs> and, yeah. and I, I didn't take it very well, and it was. Uh, <laughs> and you really played the role. Oh my! Coincidentally enough, it was so stressful. Chris took up smoking right after. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And now you now you need now to to come in to solve that problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, brilliant on your part. Brilliant. And if you could stop him from clucking like a chicken too. <laughs> <laughs> that I can do. <laughs> Hey, thank you for taking our call, Fred. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Weird or what? Yesterday, we we're talking about uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone. That's the guy. He's like 76 years old. He's got uh, young daughters. He's got one that's like 24 years old. And apparently, she was uh, telling everybody that uh, her dad helps her break up with guys. He creates the text message to send them because. Guys can talk to guys. That's the theory. I guess. But could you not tell the difference between yeah. Sylvester Sloan and your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, what's up? It's rock. I don't, think he, I don't think he does it. I don't think he texts like that. I don't think it sounds like him when he texts. Does you it? can't tell me that Sylvester Stallone's a great texter. Well, if he does, I don't maybe think if he, he does is. voice to text, right? He was so rocky. I don't want to be with you no more. Hey. <laughs> what are you even saying? I, hey, what's up? It's Rocky. I don't want to be with you anymore. Hey. 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 Adrian. Oh, I'm going to work the body. Is it weird or what, Presley? It's weird. Yeah. Like, I, I actually did some research about this because I was scrolling through TikTok and I found, like, a clip from their TV show that they have right. where the daughters are talking about this. Right. And she was saying, like, yeah, my dad will help me break up with guys, like, if I need him to. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But then they go on to complain about him right. when the guys are over and their dad's getting in the way. So you can't have it both ways. No, you either have it one way or the other, and if yeah. you can't do it, well, it's weird. Okay. So this is a reality TV show bit. <laughs> I didn't know they were on, they had a show? It's called the Stallone Family. <laughs> is, he, is he in it a lot? I probably. Hey. I would assume. Uh, yes, it's weird, says Christy, being an adult. Break up yourself. Don't ever break up over text either. That is not okay. 
There is a limit to where I say it's okay to break up with text. Right. Like a couple months in, you can break up with text. A couple months, too much. I had a girlfriend in high school that I tried breaking up with a couple of times, but she would always guilt trip me. So I told her to come over one day, and my stepdad sat her down at the table and told her it wasn't working out between us because of my hockey schedule. I couldn't make it work. I just got drafted in the WHL. You got to keep your... You know, talents open for that dub city wherever yeah, you're but going. Your stepfather breaks up. That's for you. right. Well, hey, if she won't take no for an answer, sometimes someone, a third party has to come in. Yeah. It's like intervention style. Yeah. That's actually a, a, a radio topic for another time for sure. But how many uh-huh. times did you try to break up with somebody? I had a roommate who tried to break up with his girlfriend. Yeah. She wailed. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on outside? No! We're not breaking up! And it was like 15 minutes. He comes in. I'm like, did you break up with her? Oh, no, we're back together. Yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Why is it every time a man steps on a golf course, he turns into a straight-up animal. <laughs> I understand it's like you get to drive around and drink yeah. and hit a ball. Yeah. But it's like I yeah. talked to a guy before a round. He's like, yeah, I got four kids. Uh, we just got back from a mission down in Mexico where we build hostels. As soon as a beer cart girl comes around, I was like, well, I'll take three butt lights and how much for your number? <laughs> yeah, wrong. It's like, what has happened to you? <laughs> you just got build up. You're building churches last week. You're, 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 you're just making that up. Not making it up. Chris, you've golfed enough. No, 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 no but the church part. Yes, of okay, course. Okay. I didn't actually go with pastor. No, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's but like, it's like, there's, like, I don't know what it is. It's like the last bastion of men acting awful. Yeah. It's, is the golf course. And like even, even before they come around, yeah. it's like, I wonder how she looks today. Yeah, yeah. You're minding your own business. You're on hole number seven, and all of a sudden, it's like you've never seen a female in your life. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God, she's wearing a skirt. <laughs> Why do you have to be so awful? <laughs> Presley, uh, I hate to put you in this position because you've done the job, but yep. yeah, yeah. Am I am I wrong? Uh, not <laughs> not really. No. Which is really bad to say. Um, I I did get some really good groups. Like they weren't all animals. <laughs> okay, okay. You got a full course. Kay. How many good groups? How many bad groups? Say there's ten groups. Ten groups, like half. Yeah. See, like it's a horrible. And like, even if there's a lady in the group, yeah. Sometimes there's still scumbags. Oh, if there's a lady, it's worse. If there's a lady in the group, we don't get tipped. He's like, I can talk. I can talk like an animal to you, but I'm not giving you any money because my wife will think I'm really coming after you. But that's not with every lady. Sure. Like the older ladies. Um, that- no offense to them. Yeah. But they don't like to tip your car girls that much. Right. The younger girls. They'll throw money at us. <laughs> so, guys. Maybe we'll have a threesome later. Hey, right, babe? Ah! <laughs> but that's like, that's the kind of stuff you hear on the golf courses. I go out of my way. And you think like man on the radio, sometimes he can be a little, huh? Yeah. But I go out of my way to, to be as respectful be as gentleman. possible. Like, hello, how are you? How's your day? Yeah. Wonderful. I'll have a granola bar yeah. and 14 beers. <laughs> have a wonderful day. Yeah. That's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, yeah, just understand your situation. I mean, maybe it's just me, but these girls are all younger than my daughter, right? Oh, so. yeah, and like now I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm out of 
just a guy territory. Now I'm into creepy old man territory myself. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Tales from the beer cart. I'm sure there's beer cart girls out there that oh. have seen some stuff. Oh, I got stories. I got stories, that's just, for sure. Just give me a Caesar in a can. That's all I want. I'm good. <laughs> oh, but heaven forbid if we shake it in front of you, because then that's when they're like, oh, yeah, shake that can. <laughs> oh, my. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> it's quick draw time. We've got Amy and Morgan playing the game today. It's a best of five. First one of three is off to Comedy Fest featuring Bill Burr. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, you ladies ready to go? Yep. Let's just yep. get into it then. A piece of dishware that starts with the letter M. I'm up, Morgan? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're in, Morgan. Okay. Got it. One nothing. Something you order from Starbucks that starts with the letter C. Coffee. Coffee. Morgan. Amy was in first, I think. I think so, too. Okay. All right. We're tied up a piece. One apiece. A salsa ingredient that starts with the letter C. Cilantro. Amy. Okay. We have a leader. Okay, Morgan. <laughs> you got a blocker here, all right? Okay. Something you wear in the winter that starts with the letter M. Mittens. Morgan. Amy. <laughs> Morgan's in. Tied. Oh, ho, ho, ho. All right. The fifth and final question. You guys ready to go? Yeah. All right. An ice cream flavor that starts with a letter T. Tiger. Morgan. Amy. Tiger. Tiger's in. Morgan, you pulled it out. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you battled good, though. Uh, Morgan, you're going to see Bill Burr at the Comedy Fest. Amy, you please try again, all right? Sounds good. Thank you. Cool. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> it's going to be an incredible Thursday for me. Really looking forward to uh, hosting the Wine and Words event once again this year. It's a very, very important event for the Center for Family Literacy. Uh, there are some in our, our community for uh, a number of different reasons that don't get the ability to actually learn to read and imagine trying to get through your life without that uh, that uh, skill that a lot of us take uh, for granted. So it's a, an incredibly powerful event. Uh, the last number of years, Jim Cuddy uh, was actually the performer, which was huge. And then last year, Corb Lund was the performer, which was huge. This year, Chantelle Kraviatsik and Rain Maida. Rain Maida from Our Lady Peace are going to be performing. So, Canadian power couple. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I'll be hosting that the JW Marriott, and I really look forward to it. Now, Wine and Words, ironically, and I, I think this happened by accident, but today is actually National Wine Day. And as soon as we said National Wine Day, Presley's got all so excited. You love wine, huh? I don't mind it. Yeah. I've, I've, it's kind of grown on me the, right. as I got older. Yeah, it's like coffee. A it's an acquired bit. taste. Uh, my mom fed me coffee from the time I was like four. So <laughs> That's a great man mothering right there. <laughs> and I drink little cups of That's cream. That's why you're three feet tall. Exactly. <laughs> Stunted. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> so wine, Matt, you're a wine connoisseur. You love wine. Yeah, sure. I like a good glass of wine. You want to hear my audio? Uh, yeah, I do set it. set the mood. Uh-huh. There's a It's a hole in the bottle. Sure. Your wife loves wine. Yep. My mom, big wine lover. She used to be like, you, you meet these people that they, I only drink white. Right. Or I only drink red because I don't like white. Or I'm a rosé fan. Right. If you're a true wine lover, you love it all. It's just like, just bring it on, huh? Sure. Now, 
I, on the other hand, I, this wouldn't surprise you, I guess, being a Thorsby Farm kid. Not a wine fan. Not a wine fan at all. I don't see your dad, who was farmer slash trucker, bringing home a no. bottle of cab salve after a long day at work. I, I can honestly say I never saw my dad drink wine, except maybe communion at church. You know? After seating, make sure we air raid that good bottle of wine. <laughs> Put it in the decanter. <laughs> I just don't think that happens often. There was none of that happening. But when I go to events, like Wine and Words tonight, uh, they'll come around with a very nice bottle of wine. An expensive one, I'm sure. Sure they will. And they'll look mm-hmm. at me and I'll be just like, no thanks. And they'll be like, really? And I'll be like, no, no, you're wasting your wine on me. 100%. That's fine. To each their own. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. It was the hardest to like out of all the liquors yeah. for me. Yeah. But I learned to love it. <laughs> let's let's talk about the people that love their wine. Like, I mean, love their wine. Like, every day love their wine. Winos. <laughs> we have family friends who used to drink one type of white wine in yeah. a box. Uh-huh. It was just, it was hawk taller. Right. And like, this stuff tasted horrible. <laughs> but they drank it by the gallon. What about people that make their own, huh? And they believe that it's really good, and then they bring it over to your house, and it's, like, terrible? My grandparents did that. There's nothing worse than homemade wine, especially when you're trying hard to make it, like, wine wine. Like, people who are, like, they make fruit wines and things like that, like, lots of sugar to make it taste better. Uh But if you're, like, stomping on the grapes yourself, you're like, try this. Tastes like straight-up dirt. Gotta get that foot juice in there if you're stomping (laughs) on them. Yeah. That was aged. One week. Have you ever done the stomping? I, I know they used to do that, and maybe they still do out in Stony. They'd have the stomping, the grape stomping competition. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would stomp in the barrel, and, and you'd be squirting it out. Uh, legend has it, my uh, in-law's fr- family friends, he has grapevines all along his <laughs> trellis outside. Uh-huh. He sells them by the pound to the Hutterites, and they make wine out of it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That can confirm that for sure. Hutterites wine. I don't think I've had Hutterites wine. Hmm. I don't think you want to. <laughs> they do produce well. I'm sure and they buns. don't do wine. Hutterite <laughs> buns? Mm. What about you? You're listening right now and you're like, I have the best homemade wine in the world. Like, seriously, we, you know, we can't keep it on the shelves. I bet you there's somebody listening who believes they've got great wine. Um, there's others that uh, believe that they are the, you know, the best wine connoisseur of all. And then there's others like me who just can't even, no, no thanks. No, I would just, I would drink anything else but wine for sure. No. I'm shaking my head. That's just, you need to be like fancy, professional. Oh, a glass of wine. Oh. You learn how to taste it properly. Just a little bit in the bottom of the glass, swirl it, check out the legs, <laughs> aerate it when you drink it. The day I become fancy and professional is, yeah. yeah, you know that day is not coming. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> uh, Tina Turner, the queen of rock and roll, died peacefully yesterday at the age of 83 after a long illness in her home in Switzerland. With her, uh, the world loses a music legend and a role model. That was from her family, and so many others said the exact same thing, including the great Dolly Parton. Matt, give us an example of some Tina Turner, wouldn't you? Nobody sings with a soul. Tina Turner. Everybody knows the words of that song. So good. Yeah. I got another one for you here. You ready? Yep. She was simply the best. Oh. Great hair. Yeah. On the last one. 
dancing like a maniac. <laughs> yeah, the three of us are just bopping in this room. If you're not bopping, check your pulse. It's like a signature dance music song, too. Like go out and then in and then out and then in. <laughs> so good. Okay, let's. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> it's Kiss and Love Court. Kiss and Love Court time. As always, you can reach out to us with anything, and once a week we find a subject or two and try to get the listeners to help out. I understand why you're looking for help in this case. A few weeks ago, says a texter, you were talking about getting hair transplants in Turkey. My wife decided this is something we should do. By we should do, I should do. I'm 40 and have been balding for 10 years and have a combination of a receding and a donut in the back. Now, I thought I was fine with my hair and I've come to grips with my balding, but it sounds like now it's a big deal to my wife. Now, we're pretty lucky and financially we're able to do it. Thing is, I told my wife the only way this happens is if she comes with me and gets breast implants in Turkey while we get my hair sewn into my head. It's the same request, right? We're both not as good as we once were, right? Am I being fair? Is she being fair? Are we both out to lunch? Oh, boy. (laughs) What's the difference, I ask? Um. (laughs) Okay, you've asked your husband. Hey, I don't like looking at your head as much as I used to. Could you please change that? Yeah. The husband is saying <laughs> the same thing, just a little lower. It's like fighting fire with fire. Legit. Presley, we talked about this off air. Mm-hmm. She's so scared of turkey, and for some, she's just scared of doing all this kind of stuff. You're just like, so your take on this is don't do either of them. Don't do, if you're going to do it, at least do it here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to cost you a lot more, yeah. but at least you know everything is safe. Like, I've been on the side of TikTok where <laughs> oh, TikTok. this happens. <laughs> And all you see is horror stories of people going to Turkey, getting a procedure done, coming back, it getting infected and stuff like that. Right. So I'm like, just don't do it. Y'all, okay. y'all look good anyways. In the same sense, people go all over the place for cheaper breast implants, hair plugs. And it, they, they, you hear all those success stories. You know what? We, we talked about this before you were on the show, Presley. And mm-hmm. there was people that called and said they got it done in Turkey and they... It was great. Yeah, there was a guy who's like, he's like... They went for a stag party and all the guys yeah. got it done. Hair, plant, <laughs> hair transplant party! Woo! We're getting married! I, I, I don't... Man, if you got the money... All right. And she agrees... Okay. Maybe. Maybe I would... I like First off, like if I was bald, I'd want hair. Right. Sure. Right. And like... Also, if you're a wife, like sometimes you want some enhancements. All right. He's not wrong, says a texter. Uh, the bigger issue is that uh, with his natural hair loss, it's, is it, it's such a problem for her, uh, her so-called love of her life. She's pathetic, says Angie. Oh, boy. But then would he be pathetic for wanting a bigger, well, he's just turning the, woman? I think he's just turning the tables on her and just oh, saying, hey, okay. you know what? Good for the goose, good for the gander. Kind of thing. Honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> I like this text. I don't like or understand chesticles. What? Chesticles? <laughs> I don't understand hair plugs. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> if you're just joining us, Kiss and Love Court this morning, we had a, uh, uh, well, a story about a, a man who basically his wife says, you know what? 
you're 40 now, you've lost a lot of hair, it's time to go to Turkey and get the uh, hair transplants or the hair plugs uh, sewn into your head. And he said, okay, fair enough. If, I'll do that if you go with me and get breast implants while we're there. And uh, that's caused a whole bunch of uh, controversy and thoughts and things like that and talking about uh, getting things done out of country. And Beverly's with us right now. And you went to Tijuana, which is just on the other side of uh, of San Diego, right? And uh, you've got a whole bunch of stuff done. What'd you get done? Well, in 2018, I had the gastric sleeve. So okay. it's a weight loss surgery where they remove 80% of your stomach. Right. Um, and that's all done, like, microscopically. Um, so you only have, like, five little incisions. So absolutely no issue with that one. And then in 2019, I went back down to have all the skin removed and get some reconstruction done. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You're, you're half Mexican. Pretty much, yeah. Well, no, I was half of me in Mexico. Oh, that's better. That's right. There you go. That's right. And then people are, like, worried about it, but you say it's a pretty safe feel with the whole thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they pick you up in San Diego, and then they take you across the border to Tijuana. Right. So sometimes that's a little sketchy, but I didn't care. Um, So, but, yeah, they bring you over. they're, They're so used to seeing these vans go back and forth the border that it's just, like, no issue at all and um yeah it was pretty easy when i got there everything is super clean it's like a five-star hotel like i'm passing by the super eight right now in fort Stash, and that's a little more sketchy than you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah. there's no cockfighting out of the back of the super eight fort saskatchewan <laughs> yeah 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 so, uh, but yeah no like the hotel like it was different hotels for the the plastics versus the actual weight loss surgery, um, but they were fantastic. Like it was absolutely gorgeous. Like like I said, it was marble floors from ceiling to to the floor. Everything was super clean. Um, obviously, they all speak English. Some of their or well, mostly Spanish, but some of their English is pretty good. And otherwise, you just use Google translators. So right, right. I just, They'd come in and they'd be like, medication. I'm like, sweet, give it. Come on, let's do it. Those boobs, poor Pavor. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. (laughs) Yeah, with Tina Turner, the legend, passing away at the age of 83 yesterday. Here's some uh, facts about Tina Turner that uh, potentially you didn't know, okay? Okay. For example, Tina Turner, not her real name. Her real name, Anna Mae Bullock. Okay. Okay. I kind of see why she changed it. Tina Turner, a little catchier. Nothing against Anna Mae. She didn't change it. Ike changed it for her. Her husband. My gosh. What a throw-in by Presley. (laughs) Excellent. I love a good... Well, actually... (laughs) Text her corrector, we call her. All right. She was abandoned by her mother at the age of 11. Gross. Uh, It was a really complicated situation. They were separated during World War II, and uh, she ended up being raised by her paternal grandparents. Started singing in nightclubs. That's where she got her start. Uh, She actually, uh, there's a good one. Oh, yeah, she was a professed tomboy. She joined both the cheerleading squad and the basketball team. Okay. All right, so she did a little bit of both. Uh, She was a practicing Buddhist. Really? Okay. I didn't know that. Never saw her at my neighbor, the monk's house. But <laughs> he says there's only one place where people celebrate Buddhism. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a mother and a grandmother. And finally, she set a Guinness Book of World Record. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She actually 
set a record for the most people to ever pay for a solo performer to perform, selling 180 tickets at one time. I believe it. One show. 180 tickets? 180,000 tickets. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, I think I might be able to beat it. (laughs) 180,000 tickets. Thank you. The performance broke Frank Sinatra's 1980 record, and she did that again back in 1988. So uh, Hmm. RIP Tina Turner, an absolute legend. One of the greats. Yeah. And apparently her name was changed by Ike, her husband. Thank you, Presley. She's here to pick up the pieces. We appreciate (laughs) it. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Bringing back all these great memories of these uh, wild and crazy contests we've done in the past here at the radio station. Um, couple, uh, first of all, when I'd, I'd host a Cook County Saloon every week and uh, legendary contests we would do there. Legendary contests. Like we would, uh, we did this. It was called the bucket dance, and you'd put like these three-gallon buckets on people's heads, and it'd be like musical chairs, and they'd have these big white buckets on, and they were like like pickle, like they were pickle buckets, and so they did a <laughs> good job of washing them out. You couldn't see anything, right? They were white buckets, but you couldn't see anything in them, but and they'd smell like pickle, right? And you put these on people's heads, and they dance together, and then the music would stop, and they'd have to find the chairs to sit, right? Couples would. And they're banging and crashing and hitting each other, and they can't hear a thing, and everybody's screaming and telling them where to sit. It was so funny. Then we had the phone booth contest. Matt's heard about the phone booth oh, contest. Yeah. Well, I want to bring it back. I don't know if we can anymore. They're still, they still have it. Oh, yeah. They still have it there. But basically, it was a phone booth, and uh, you couldn't see. You, the middle of the, the phone booth was kind of... Had paint. that red like it was painted or whatever. Okay. So a couple would go in and they'd change clothes. Oh. And, and I mean, you probably can't do that anymore. But it, it, it would be so funny because you know they one would get changed and they, then they you know anyway it was so you'd open a door and then woo <laughs> Chris did you pull the door open ever never never he said never pulled it open and then there was a uh, we had the little red wagon contest like chuck wagons we'd have two of these chuck wagons right and they'd have to go around the barrels and the dance floor and do all this stuff and I'd always say I'd say the key to this contest is getting a good start and <laughs> you should then set people up because instantly the person in the wagon would go ass over tea kettle would wouldn't flip they? right out. <laughs> like how we never got sued like if you know if uh if James H. Brown was smart, they would have just been there just signing people up. <laughs> you would have made him his first million. <laughs> it's true. And then finally, I was just thinking when I went to the washroom, one of the most disgusting contests I ever did. And this is quite a statement considering I've been doing this for 34 years and there's been a lot of them. But we had this kissing contest where we had couples come into the studio and they had to kiss, like like make out, right? Mm. And so... You're, you're you're on the radio doing your thing, and they're are they like full on making out? Yeah, well, <laughs> after a while, they're not Ooh. making out; they're just touching lips, and they're like, "Ah, oh, my lips are so." Dry. What's the purpose? It was to win Reba McIntyre. Oh, tickets. so there's multiple couples in there at the same time, like longest person or longest yes. couple to kiss. Yes, mm. okay. and you're talking about Gross. traffic. <laughs> 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 the show must go on. There's an accident on the white mud. Yeah, I'd never do that one again because it was not good. I, that one doesn't seem as bad as the others, honestly. Yeah. I think I'd just get so awkward if they were making. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Today, 45th anniversary of IKEA. Yeah, it's happening. 10 o'clock. They got a bunch going on. Damn. Free coffee and treats in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. They're rolling back to 1978 prices. Mm-hmm. 
first 45 customers at 10 a.m. If you're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm going to go, you're already too late. <laughs> Receive a $45 <laughs> IKEA gift card. <laughs> you know, people camped out for that. It's 918. <laughs> Buddy. They don't camped. bother going. They camped out. For no, that. and then they're giving away a thousand dollar kid gift card on Instagram. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm and then <laughs> what I'm really would go for is the forty five cent frozen yogurt and the forty five cent hot dog. <laughs> I like some IKEA. Yeah, classic dad movies. How are we ever going to get out of this place? <laughs> Every dad says that at some point with their kids. No, and the classic there. dad is how are we ever going to put this together? That's the classic dad. I movie. stand by it. IKEA is easy to put together. Follow the instructions. I you're know. fine. Instructions are no fun. Let's get back to the hot dog. <laughs> People, like, obviously Costco has the greatest hot dog at $1.50. It's pretty big, yeah. right? It's, you can get the Polish for the same thing. Don't sleep on the, on the Ikea hot dog. Cheap, yeah. too. Only a buck for theirs. Yeah. It's a good hot dog. I don't eat it. Have you ever eaten yet. at Ikea, Chris? Yes. What do you, what do you normally get? Confirmed. Meatballs. Meatballs. Yeah, meatballs and whatever else they've got with it. I don't know, meatballs and beans or something. I've also thought a fun event would be drinking Ikea Dry. Yeah. You and a group of friends, because they are licensed. Right. You can go and get, I'll get six meatballs and four beers. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make a day in Ikea. I'm not sure they'll sell you that many beers at once. No, okay, two at a time. That's fine. I'll come back. Okay. They must have pro-serve, right? If they're serving alcohol, somebody in the kitchen? They have to. The yeah. person serving has to have their pro-serve. Yeah. So. Cut me off. Y'all tell you when throw a meatball at him. <laughs> I remember when, uh, and again, another story, but uh, when uh, the Ikea first came to Edmonton back in 1995, I just Googled it and double-checked. Uh, their first location was just along the White Mud there and uh, between Gateway and Calgary Trail. Do you remember that location at all? No. You don't remember? That was the first Ikea. And so when they did their grand opening uh, back in 95. I, uh, they said they're going to put me up in an airplane with a bunch of guys that are going to be skydiving and they're going to dive and dive into the parking lot. It's kind of like that uh, WKRP thing. but but uh, Instead of turkeys, it's humans. So I get there and I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. I, I flew in the traffic airplane all You're the time. You're a pro. There's no big deal, right? So I get to the municipal airport and I meet up with these guys. And I remember this like it was it was yesterday. I walk up. And the guy says, hey, you're Chris from Kissin'. You're flying with us. I said, you bet. He says, okay, here's your parachute. And I said, what? <laughs> and he said, I said, I'm not jumping out. Like, I'm I'm just going to... Strap, uh, strap me to a chair. I'm doing play-by-play. -play. And he said, well, here's the deal. Because you're going to be in the back with the guys. And when they jump out, there is a slight chance that you will get sucked out of the plane, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. That, that honestly, so he says, so you've got to wear a parachute. So I'm like, are you going to show me how to use it? <laughs> Just strap this on, pull a lever. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. So I, I, you I, did it. I put this thing on, and I'm telling you, I was like a cat hanging onto a <laughs> pole in that thing when when they opened up that door. You you were like nervous, like I'm staying in this plane as you get out. You just claw marks Can on the side. Not, not knowing how to skydive, and they just put a parachute on you just in case. Like, and then flump, you're out the door. Like, well, <laughs> he was right. That would be. I don't know if I'd go up. I did. Yeah. Okay. At that time, I did everything. But yeah, IKEA. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter.
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.